All right, guys, are you ready to keep this thing going? Yeah. Okay, please help me bring back to the stage. Bring me the horizon. Yeah. What's up? Oh my God, I want to thank you guys so much for coming out and being here today. That was so special, the mini mosh pit. How dope was that, you guys? Yeah! So you know what, since this is you know one of the first times that we've had our crowd back in the mix, I want to just first and foremost throw it out to audience questions, so I hope that's cool with you guys. All right, cool. So what is your name? Hi, I'm Stephanie. Stephanie, and what's your question? Um, I am just want to wonder, um, what does this new era of Bring Me the Horizon look like? So what does the new era of Bring Me the Horizon look like? This. Ah! <laughs> Do we revert to Ollie on this one? <laughs> it's a good question, but um, we don't really know. So we're kind of here. We're going to write. We're going to do some writing over the next couple of weeks. We're actually getting back into it after like being away from each other for like almost two years. So um, we're excited to actually be in a room together and make music because. The last record was all done in isolation. Um, so I think there'll be a lot more experimentation and like definitely a lot, it's a lot freer when you're together, you know what I mean? So Die For You is like a good example of the next record, but obviously there's like, we've got three more records coming out in this post-human kind of umbrella. So you're gonna hear a lot of different sounds throughout each record. Yeah, you guys kind of did something that a lot of other bands weren't doing by putting out music during the pandemic. Uh, so how did the whole post-human project kind of start up and why did you decide, hey, let's just break this up into four EPs? How did all that sort of come about? Um, I get, it was kind of something we wanted to do for a while. We definitely felt like the album format was like dying a little bit and like people wanted to get music quicker, and people consume music so much with streaming and everything. And an album takes so long to make when sometimes you just want to get out on the road and play music. And so we kind of like when lockdown happened and the quarantine and everything, and we had this kind of, it just felt like the perfect time because we knew well, not many other artists would even be releasing music. So whatever we do now is kind of a bonus anyway. So it just felt like the right time to like experiment and do something a little different. Yeah, and I think your guys' songs connected with so many people. I mean, millions upon millions of streams uh, to the post-human uh, survival horror uh, EP. And, you know, uh, so you guys actually made that one together, and then Die For You was one that you worked on uh, over Zoom? It was all done over Zoom. Oh, it was? Like the whole okay. record, yeah. And wow. then, yeah. Die For You was actually the one where we actually got together a little bit just towards the end, but pretty much all those songs were done in isolation over Zoom, different time zones, different oh days, <laughs> it was crazy. Just craziness. So Jordan, what was it like, you know, songwriting over Zoom, doing all this stuff online? Was it challenging? Um, it was fun in a way. Yeah, just a bit different. Um, took a bit of a while to get into it, but um, I think it kind of got old now, so <laughs> I'm quite excited to actually write some stuff in person, yeah. But oh yeah. It worked. For that record, it's 100% work. work. I yeah. feel like you guys cracked the code. I think it's the first time that I've really heard it since Linkin Park, where you're able to keep this, you know, hardcore metal sound, but also bring in these like pop punk and pop sensibilities with Die For You. So, how do you toe the line between keeping your OG fans happy and also, you know, like expanding your, your horizons to new audiences? You no, know? I'm not sure we do. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, who here is an OG fan? Are you guys happy? You guys happy? <laughs> we got three happy OG fans. In. <laughs> Not nah, too bad. I mean, when you write music, you just 
you realize you can't write music for anyone else. So like, we, we hear people and we understand when people are a bit bummed out that maybe we're not the band that we were 15 years ago, but like, when we write our music, it's a time and a place and that's how we feel and that's like the energy we've got inside of us. So it's like, we just can't do it again. So like, we, we have to do whatever it is that we do. Do you know what I mean? Um, and like with Survival Horror, it was like the first time it felt like there was something to be pissed off about and angry about and that's why that music is angrier. The next music, there'll definitely be heavier parts and stuff, but it's like, it's trying to be a more hopeful record than Survival Horror was, so there's definitely going to be a new side of it. Um, but we do listen and we do like understanding, like sometimes we look back and go, oh yeah, maybe, maybe we, have, we, we have lost something that we did we used to do that we could bring back and, and stuff like that and we get it when people are like this is not the bring the horizon i know and stuff but it's just too hard to let that dictate what kind of music we do we kind of have to go with our gut because writing music is just such a crazy ride anyway it's very difficult do you know what i mean and if you're not just listening to yourself then you're just going to get lost and i think that's where a lot of artists go wrong is when they try and make other people happy or try and do what they think people want to hear rather than I think like as much as people want to hear our old stuff and love us for who we used to be, I think really no one wants to hear us do the same thing twice. Do you know what I mean? Really they want to hear us progress and evolve. So um, yeah, we're going to keep doing that. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you don't want to just keep on making the same stuff over and over again and you have to push boundaries as a band. And uh, something really cool that you guys got to also do during the pandemic was work with Tom Morello. I would imagine over Zoom, but let's get the party started. Uh, on Tom Morello's album. How did that all come about and how was that experience? Feel free to chime in, anybody. <laughs> he sent us a demo of his song that he'd uh, written with Post Malone, some of it. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, we just, we just messed with it and kind of made it our own a little bit and sent him some stuff back and he was really happy and he liked it. So then that was basically it. It was another Zoom thing. So yeah. I've never met him. We, we haven't met him, which is quite crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, hopefully at some point you'll be able to, you know, bring out surprise guest Tom Morello to a show or something like that. Yeah, we'd like that. If, if <laughs> you possible. guys have worked with some incredible people, you know, with uh, Youngblood, Amy Lee of Evanescence. You've worked with Grimes in the past, Baby Metal. Uh, very wide, you know, broad range of people that you collaborate with. Uh, what goes into that thought process of, you know, oh, this person would be great for this song? Or is it kind of just people that you know that you like? Or what kind of goes into that? A little, a little everything to be honest, but mainly it's like when we're writing a song, we'll just get like someone will go, oh, do you know it'll be sick for this? Like, like when we're writing Butterflies, for instance, we're like, do you know it'll be sick for this, Amy, League? And we're like, yeah. And then we get it in our head so much that it's like, all right, it has to be that artist. It just becomes this thing. Yeah, kind of like once you have the idea, then you start to make the song for them. And then it's like, you can't go back at that point. So then you have to get them. So that's, that, so that's what awesome. happened with Butterflies. It's like we kind of crafted the song around her without asking her if, if she'd do it. <laughs> You're like, she kind of has to do it. She it's like when people it, yeah. write a script around a certain actor, it's like they have to do it. You well, I guess it helps because if you make it really right for them, then when they hear it, it's like, oh, this is perfect. So yeah. it kind of works. And luckily, if it doesn't work, it's a disaster. Luckily, everyone said yes so far as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be kind of not, you know, smart to not to say no to being on a Bring Me The Horizon album. Uh, what did you guys feel like you were doing to make contact with your fans you know, during a time when we couldn't physically make contact? Um, I think definitely in the music, do you know what I mean? When we were writing Parasite E, for instance, we went like back and forth with that track for so long because we were like, 
is this right? Because the song was so topical and we didn't write it about the pandemic. We, we started writing it before it even became a thing. But as the pandemic went on, it became so like real and it became so like, oh my God, this song's like parallel. And at first we were like, oh God, is this like insensitive or is like people going to be upset that we're talking about this disease that's killing people and there's a disease out there killing people, you know, if people had lost family members or anything, do you know what I mean? We, when we were so scared, but at the same time we were like, all these, everyone's dealing with this pandemic in completely different ways. And for the most part, what we're doing is escapism, you know, watch Netflix or, you know, eat food or, you know, text your friends or play video games or whatever it is. There's a lot of escapism, but I know like a lot of our fans deal with pain and like hard times differently. They need to actually like face it head on and actually process it rather than try and just escape from it. So it just became like, we need to release this song because like our fans are always there for us, you know what I mean? They're always there to support us. And right now they need us. They're, not, they're all sat there with nothing, do you know what I mean? They can't go outside, they can't go to shows, they can't connect how they usually connect. So we need to get this song to them so people can process this kind of really difficult time in a way that they do, if you get me. So I feel like through the music, it was like there was such an incredible connection, like Parasite Eve when we released it and the, the song and the video and everything. And we kind of showed how we made the process and we were doing it at home and stuff. And there was just such a like connection through through that process. It was really special. Yeah, I think through the music, through the, your videos that have all been so creative, it's helped a lot of us to cope. And then now with you, you know, going out on tour and getting to play this stuff, it's like now we all get to be together and kind of just yeah, yeah. go crazy and grieve this crazy last two years that we've just had. Yeah, it's totally crazy to, to have made all these songs in isolation, not even played them as a band together. And now we're like, on stage and everyone's singing the words back to us and it's just like yeah it's it's a mad feeling it makes yeah, me really appreciate yeah what did really that first show back feel like it hit differently yeah for sure yeah. like <laughs> it was nuts like i remember we were sound checking and we like did the whole set like a run through in the venue on the first day obviously with no audience no crowd and we were all stood behind backstage and we were all nervous we had butterflies in our stomach because we we're like oh my god we're about to play and there was no one even there <laughs> so we're like what is the actual show gonna feel like and it was just like we've been a band 16 years so like not that we've never not appreciated what we do but it can become like you're just on autopilot do you know what i mean so like getting that taken away from us for two years and then coming back like you appreciate it, you realize how much you absolutely love it and how incredible and how special it is, like doing what you get to do. It's just like, it's like a job like no other, do you know what I mean? So it really made you appreciate it. It'd have been emotional anyway, but like, just like the songs and the record that we just released and everything, it just, it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's just about, you know, not taking things for granted, maybe approaching life in a, a new way that we weren't living like before. And uh, my final question is, you know, because I think we're all kind of around the same age. So I used to go to the Glass House right here in Pomona when I was in high school and I would go out and see bands like Glassjaw and the Bled and the Blood Brothers and bands like that. So I know that you've kind of mentioned those artists in the past. And uh, would we maybe be seeing any collaborations with those artists that really inspired you guys when you were on the come up? Yeah, I mean, like these records that we're making now are definitely like paying homage to like the music that influenced us, do you know what I mean? Like Survival Horror obviously has like a lot of new metal and like um, 2000s like rock influence and this next record has definitely got a more screamo, emo vibe. So like it would definitely be cool to work with some of the people that got me, like Glassjaw for instance, yeah. got me into like wanting to be a singer. 
Do you know what I mean? So like, we've definitely had them conversations. It would definitely be cool to do. I will die. Yeah, I'm going to go out and see you worship and tribute. Um, and that would be amazing to get some Daryl Palumbo on, on, some, yeah, on your next record. So you guys have been so gracious to hit, come and hang out with us today. Give it up for Bring Me the Horizon. I'm Megan Holiday. Cheers. Cheers. They're Thanks honestly for DTS Downspace. Thank you guys so much for staying and hanging out.